Welcome back. <clears throat> I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now, at 105.1 FM, you know, we talked about this yesterday, Stubb. Like, Sam Howell, it kind of feels like he's regressed the last few weeks. And I, I really want to be a Sam Howell guy. But part of me thinks maybe he's just a mediocre quarterback. Maybe he is just a UNC frat bro who's given a great opportunity here in Washington and hasn't seized it. Now, I will say the offensive line is an issue. Yeah. It's been an issue all season long. And wide receivers haven't been playing great. Where's Jahan Dotson been? Yeah. He hasn't shown up. We don't have a tight end. What's a quarterback, a young quarterback's best friend? The tight end. And so, you know, it's like it's difficult because the commanders haven't put Sam Howell in the greatest position to win. But in the same time, I said yesterday, if he wants to be the starting quarterback next season, he's got to prove it over the next three weeks. And it may just be as simple as leading the commanders to a win because if they keep losing and their draft stock keeps rising, the new GM, the new coaching staff are going to have no choice but to take a quarterback. If you have the top two pick, top three pick, and you just went won four games with a mediocre you're going to have to draft a guy and take a shot. Because here's the thing, and I always come back to this. Look who the Super Bowl winners have been in the last few years. You have to have an elite quarterback to contend for a Super Bowl. Yeah, you have to have a top five quarterback. It's tough because it, it, I think all of us wanted Sam to succeed. We all want him to be the guy. it's going to make this season feel like it was a, a pointless year aside right. from probably getting rid of Ron. Right. But if we have the second pick, I mean... Because here's the thing is I've always believed you have to keep shooting until you score the next Peyton Manning, the next Andrew Luck, the next Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. And I just don't know that Sam Howell is that guy. Now, I'm still starting him next week and to close out this season, and he can earn the starting quarterback position for next year if he plays well and gives me some kind of positive momentum going into next year. But the question of the day that we have today on the Richmond Commander is how many wins do you think the Commanders would have gotten if Jacoby Brissett started for all 17 games? 833-804-0910. It's the question of the day on the Richmond Commander. It's time for the Richmond Commander. Are you ready for some- The phones are open. It's your chance to be the quarterback of this segment. There's something I like to say. Every day at 1 p.m. on AWOD Radio, the Richmond Commander. So, of course, Brissett went under center late in the game against the L.A. Rams. In two drives, he completed 8 of 10 passes for 124 yards and two touchdowns. Howell had only 104 for the game. And Brissett at quarterback, it looked like the best the offense has looked all season long. It was the timing. It was the maturity. It was standing up straight in the pocket from Jacoby Brissett. It was giving Terry McLaurin a chance to make a play. And so, the question we have is, how many wins do you think Washington gets this season if Jacoby Brissett had started for all 17 games? 833-804-0910. We have to put it out there because, look, Commanders are 4-10 and on the season. I don't know that they would have had that many more wins with Jacoby Brissett, but I look through the schedule and I see a few games that were absolutely winnable. What number would you put it at, Stubb? Uh, it's really tough because, I mean, I only watched this man play for 10 minutes, so it's hard to, to figure out a whole season off of that. Yeah. Um, I would 
wager, I don't know, maybe six. I would probably six, say I would. That the Commanders would have six wins. It's hard to believe that, you know, Tommy DeVito outduels Jacoby Brissett. It's hard to believe that the game that Tyrod Taylor started and they scored 14 points, the Commanders might have won that game with Jacoby Brissett. Um, so that's two games I point out point to right there. Uh, I think you're not beating the Cowboys. You're not beating the Dolphins. Maybe you win that Rams game. Uh, maybe you have a better chance on Thursday night against the Bears. We'll just never know. But it is interesting that Ron Rivera chose to go with a rookie quarterback in a year where he knew his career in Washington was on the line, right? Like, you'd think that Ron knew coming into this he had to get into the postseason, and I thought maybe he would pull the plug when the team was 2-3, and three, right? Or maybe when the team lost to the Giants and Eagles back-to-back, right? It's just there were a few opportunities for Ron Rivera to pull the plug on Sam Howell this season, but he didn't because he wants to be known as the coach that found the franchise quarterback of the future. I think Ron Rivera was more into his legacy in Washington than staying in Washington, right? Like, I think throughout the entire season, he was okay with being fired as long as he felt like they found their quarterback. And so that if that quarterback eventually had success, he could point back to the saying, hey, I was the guy that found him in the fifth round. I still think it was the right call for for Ron to to stick with Sam. I, I mean... We just didn't know, and then we still don't know if Sam is good. So I think picking one guy and sticking with him the whole season had gave us the best chance, and it didn't work. But I, I don't think I would have gone back and changed that. No, I think you're right. I just think this is a five-game losing streak here. And, uh, I, I mean, I just feel like Jacoby Brissett wins at least one of these games, probably uh, pointing at that Giants game. But I would have ra- I'm, I'm happier that we bottomed out than... With Jacoby Brissett, maybe we're seven and seven right now. Maybe we're six and eight, you know, and, and we've got a shot at the postseason, but we're not going to win a game in the postseason, no. right? And I think that's what it came down to. But man, it's just interesting because Jacoby Brissett did look really good. Right, he, yeah. right. Like, I mean, again, it was like ten throws. Right. It's but they were all on they the were money. Great. They were they were a really the timing good, was excellent. There was some. There were two fantastic throws in there. Obviously, the the four minutes in the one yard line, not really his fault. Not but. his fault. More on the play calling there, and the fact that we we lack an offensive line to even get a push for one yard. Yeah, it's just not nearly enough to really make a season out of. Right, but I, at the same time, Jacoby Brissett is more than a backup quarterback. He has won games before in this league. He's a journeyman that has had success. You know, I, I would take Jacoby Brissett over most backups in this league here. And so you have a decision to make at the end of the season here. Are we moving on from Jacoby Brissett? Are we drafting a quarterback and moving Sam Howell to the backup uh, quarterback position here? I, I really think you're going to determine who plays quarterback next year based on the next three weeks of the season. The Jets, the Niners, the Cowboys are really good defenses. This is a big test for Sam Howell. Now, Junkies put it out there today. What if you gave Sam Howell an opportunity to sit for a week and to watch Jacoby Brissett, to watch the way that he preps, to watch the the way that he runs the offense, and then he comes back in for the final two games? I think it could be good for his development, but I also think it might destroy his confidence. Yeah, I, I think that even just this last game, getting to watch someone succeed 
was enough of, of maybe to light a fire that I'd like to see him next week and see if that was enough. Right. Because <laughs> we could beat the Jets, which would kind of suck for our position and all of that. And the Jets' offense are so bad. This might be the first time we see our defense put up anything. Right. But I think they're going to play Sam, and hopefully this is a good game for him after watching someone play better than him with yeah. his own team. Well, he's just he's going to have to bounce back. This is three games in a row now that I have not been okay with his performance. 45-10 to 10 against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. That was embarrassing. 45-15 against the Dolphins. Just felt like we never got going offensively. And then against the Rams, we were shut out for the entire half. Yeah, he, he only put up... Put up seven points for us. Yeah. And uh, uh, the Rams are good, but they're not that good. And the thing with Sam Howell in this Rams game is I felt like there were flashes. There were moments of good quarterback play. There just wasn't consistency. And part of that's because the team doesn't have the ability to run the ball, so they're always counting on Sam on third downs. But, man, I, I just think his decision-making, he's starting. And, and, look, a lot of people have said this, and I, I even said this yesterday. When you take as many hits that he's taking, it's going to mess with your brain internally with the way that your clock moves, but also your body strength, man. He's been beat up during this season. Yeah, you're, you're playing afraid a little bit, yeah. and, and that's going to lead to these interceptions that we see every single game from him. Yeah. For I'm down on Sam Howell, but I'm not out on him. You can weigh in 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910, The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910, The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. If you've been listening to the show the last few weeks, I've turned into the sports Grinch. Very upset that Ted Leonsis has taken my Wizards and my Caps from me, moving them to Virginia. I'm very upset that Ron Rivera still has a job and that the Commanders are now eliminated from the postseason. I can't get anything that I want in the sports world right now. Take At least it. I got anyway. an Eagles loss. That felt so good. We got Joe Bam. That's we got a Joe Bam still back. That's good news for VCU. But I'm just so down on my skins. You know, I actually had a, a listener reach out to me yesterday say, you were too easy on the Skins yesterday. You weren't hard enough on them for that debacle against the Rams. They wanted me to destroy Ron Rivera and his defense for letting Cooper Cup be butt naked wide open down the sidelines for a touchdown. He's the best player on the Rams that we decide not to defend him on a play. That fourth quarter red zone thing is, I think, what we should be maddest about. Oh, the fact the, that it the took clock seven management minutes. Was yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it's just unbelievable. But I'm down on this team, so joining me right now to try to cheer me up about the Commanders is longtime listener and caller into the show, Kyle Roenick from the Burgundy Zone podcast. What's going on, Podfather? What's going on, Adam? Thank you for having me. It seems like the doom and gloom Monday has bled over to today, huh? Absolutely. I'm the sports Grinch. It's what I, I'm very <laughs> upset, man. So can you cheer me up a little bit about the Commanders? Was there anything to like? in the game against the Rams? I would say there are things to like, so to speak, in saying that you saw Terry McLaurin still have it. You know, there's yeah. questions from the fan base regarding Terry. Has he lost a step? What's going on? And him kind of showing out at the end of that game, still being able to have the ability to stare down that cornerback, you know, give him a little attitude. You've been wanting to see that, and that was a good thing to see out of him. But also there's a big question at linebacker. What do you do? Because after this season, Jamin Davis is the only linebacker that's contracted to into next season. And a guy like Khalid Hudson coming in and in relief of Jamin Davis and having 14 tackles, 
he was he showed a lot of intensity early on. Obviously, he hasn't picked on in the passing game. Yeah. But that's one good thing you saw from a player that could possibly be retained next year as a depth piece in case you do need it. But I think the more important thing from this game, Adam, that I took away is you more so saw where guys stand, where you saw more of somebody like Sadiq Charles coming back, and you have more film on him. So that way, in the offseason, you know if he's riding with you into next season or not. No, it's a great point about Kalik Hudson. He made a lot of good tackles, and I love the way he stops the run. But you're right, he has been picked on in the past game. And that's another reason why I'm so down on this team is because, you know, I thought this was the year, not where we'd be contenders, but we could be a playoff team. We could at least be 500. Now it feels like we've got so many positions that we need to fix. Linebacker, cornerback. I think we need another safety. Now we know we need edge rusher help. There's just so many holes, it seems like, on this defense, it's going to be hard to fix. Yes, but I will say this, Adam. This is why I'm positive in that regard. Because if you are a new GM coming into this team, there's a handful of things that could uh, limit you and what you could do. The one thing you can say about this GM job coming in is that you have no hefty contracts over your head. And like you said, there's a lot of positions on this team where you're sitting there saying, well, what do we do here? Well, the good thing is this new GM could come in with a blank slate. They're not, they don't have a, a hefty contract over their head where they have to keep a guy or they'd be bleeding a lot of money out, right? And so the fact of the matter in regards to this is this team is, at a, is bare. They, they're ready to come in, and a GM can do whatever they like to do. If they want to use a high-value draft pick on offensive line, go right ahead. If you want to use it on a wide receiver, go right ahead. And I think that's the good thing about this team in particular is because you have nothing holding you down in regards to personnel. With the new GM coming in, he has free range to do what he needs to do, and it's not going to limit him, hamstrung him in any sort of means in being able to acquire more talent, talent to be brought here. I feel like if there were more, uh, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as easy to make the transition with the new GM if there were more of those contracts and relationships with players. Good point, Kyle. That's Kyle Roenick. Follow him on social media at the Burgundy Zone, host and creator of the award-winning Burgundy Zone podcast, talking all things HTTC and Commanders. Um, so where are you at with Sam Howell? Because I, I think most of the fan base is still a fan of Sam Howell, but he has definitely regressed, it feels like, in the last few weeks. It definitely does feel that way. Um, I, I, one of our, in our Discord chat, they were maybe saying that he's been checking the ball down a lot. And look, that's going to happen to you over this season, taking over 50 sacks. You know, right. you, make, you make that mental correction in your head to get the ball out quicker. Well, inevitably, naturally, that's going to limit you in being able to see the big plays downfield because you're so eager to get that ball out quickly. And so with Sam, it almost seems like a lull. But this is where your teammates kind of come in and back you up. And you saw what guys like Terry McLaurin, Andrew Wiley had said in their press conferences regarding Sam. That's our guy moving forward. It's all good. And this is just part of the hiccups. Um, I'm, all, I'm all part of the Sam Howell train. We're, I think that we should continue going on in the future with him. And the reason why I say that, Adam, you talked about it. We have a bunch of assets that we need to be able to use to get starters on this team everywhere. I'm tired of the potential. I need production. And using the high-value draft picks in order to retain as much production as possible in areas of need is what I'm focusing on. And if Sam doesn't pan out, then guess what? His contract is up in two years, and you can take a swing on any quarterback in that time, or you can do what the Broncos did. You can do what other teams did by going to get a veteran like the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. You can get a veteran to, to supplement your team if you are built in other areas, which is what we thought was developing here. But uh, ultimately, that wasn't the case. 
So with Sam, I'm, I'm all with Sam. I think Sam has shown that he's an NFL quarterback, and he just needs a little bit more help. And hopefully uh, Josh Harris and company can do that for him this offseason. Yeah, he's definitely shown me he's an NFL quarterback, but I'm not sure if he's anything more than an Andy Dalton or a Baker Mayfield. And one thing I am very confident on, in fact, I'd be willing to put my career on the line that Caleb Williams becomes a pro bowler in the next five years. I believe that guy is a can't-miss quarterback prospect. And so I want to stick with Sam Howell. I want to believe in Sam Howell. He needs to win a game over the next three games here because if our draft stock keeps rising and Caleb becomes an opportunity, you have to swing for him and move on from Sam Howell in my mind. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think there's a really good argument to make from that. In regards to look, if you're you're not in this position very often, Washington picks in the top five, like maybe once every ten years. And when you have that selection, you have to be able to hit on it. And typically, seeing what happened with the Chargers and these other teams, the Chiefs able to get their quarterback and kind of really blossom. Everyone believes that that could happen as well with this team. But we also have to take into consideration the fact of the matter: this team is not built for the quarterback to succeed and for a quarterback to basically hold his head above water and keep everybody afloat. We saw that in 2013 with Robert Griffin III. It, if you're not able to give him the assets available, meaning blocking playmakers on the outside to make his life easier, you're going to make his life harder. And if you're using that top value pick on a player, you better make sure you could step in and be successful in what you are growing here. And that's why I think going along with Sam Howell, continuing into next season, is the best thought process because that way you're able to recoup as many assets as possible put them into your roster, get the production out of it, and if Sam Howell does not pan out for you, you're not in a position where you're paying him a ton of money in a year or two. You can cut ties and, and go down a different uh, avenue if you want to. Kyle, good stuff, man. I had you on the show to see if you could cheer me up since I'm so down on the commanders. You came out swinging. That was a great point. I mean, it was awesome to see Terry McLaurin turn into scary Terry once again. Should have had another great catch on the sidelines, uh, the one-hander that they called him uh, out of bounds or, or said he dropped it. It was incredible. Uh, so I love that. Anything else you could cheer me up with about the commanders? Yeah, that should have been a touchdown that Terry caught, by the way. They, they should have just gave it to us, Adam. I don't know why they made us burn four minutes of clock for that. You know what I'm saying, Adam? Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, Lou, the future is bright for the Commander's Nation. Uh, just understand the first time in forever, we actually have a lot of money. We have a top value pick, and we actually have somebody in place with a good mind that comes from success and knows how a professional sports franchise is supposed to work. And that's who we, in the first time this offseason, they're really going to be able to kickstart their plan. Their plan is on standby for the time being until the end of the season. So everybody just get ready. The future is bright. Would you like an offensive-minded or defensive-minded next head coach? Ooh, that's a great question. Honestly, I don't – I honestly, Adam, I don't care as long as it's a good, cohesive relationship and there is a plan involved for either or. Like, you, if you're getting a young, defensive-minded head coach, then you better supplement him with a, a veteran offensive coordinator who succeeds and vice versa, if that makes sense. Either yeah. or, I don't, I don't really mind. I, I trust any GM candidate that they bring in here, but I really hope to do look at Ian Cunningham from the Bears. I, that's a name I'm circling. Well, great stuff as always, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, you, Adam. Have yep. a good one. Yep, that's the pod father, Kyle Roenick. Check him out on social media at The Burgundy Zone. I'm Adam Epstein at AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. It is a Tuesday, December 19th. I appreciate 
you riding with me around Richmond, Virginia. If you missed any of the show, you can always check out the podcast by searching AWOD Radio on Spotify, iTunes, or the Odyssey app, which you can download for free, and you can hear the show Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. It gives you the ability to pause the show, run some errands, rewind, then pick up right where you left off. And now week 15 is over in the NFL, and a new power ranking is out with the Bills surging into yeah, the top yeah. 10. It's the lead story as we go around the NFL here on NFL Hits. Every regular season matchup, every head coach on the hot seat, the hit stories in the NFL, NFL Hits on AWOD Radio. Had to go all the way to 14 to find your Denver Broncos stub. <laughs> look, look, they're going to win the next three games. Okay. And if the Bills is that a, Is that a stub guarantee? You know what? It is a stub guarantee. Okay. Look at them. They're not hard. It's not It's not impossible. And if the Bills lose to the Dolphins, then the Broncos beat them to the playoffs. Did you see the moment during the Broncos game where Sean Payton was lashing out at Russell Wilson? I did see that. Is, is that, <laughs> that was tough. Hurt I, your confidence in they, I watched them score three touchdowns and get no points for any of them. <laughs> and uh, I, I know it, that was a tough one. They lost so bad. But they got pretty good matchups coming next. And the Bills don't make it if they lose to the Dolphins. We'll see about that. Uh, but here's the top 10. Number 10, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, they've kind of slipped as of late. They're certainly a playoff team. Yeah. I think 10's a decent position yeah, for them. So. Nine, Joe Flacco and the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. I am a Browns fan. <laughs> I don't care that their helmet is orange and they go by the Browns and they have the dog pound. Really and dumb. for some reason, they have a weird elf mascot that helps them win during the holidays. But I'm all in on the 9-5 and five Browns. They're fun to watch. They are fun. And I, and I love Amari Cooper. I really like Miles Garrett. I love the way they run the football. There's a lot of things to like about the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, we, we thought they were done for. Yeah. And they came back. They did. Which has kind of been a story this season for you a lot of You know who's been soaring into the top 10? That's the Buffalo Bills. How good was James Cook over the weekend? My yeah. goodness. Can you believe that McDermott... He pulled an AWOD, right? I gave <laughs> I gave winner of the week to Josh Allen. McDermott gave the game ball to Josh Allen and not James Cook. Yeah, I, I don't know why <laughs> why they would do that. 200 rushing yards yeah. there about? Like, come on. Yeah, and he even caught a few passes. Seven, the Detroit Lions. Um, I, here's the thing is, they're obviously a playoff team. They're obviously going to host a home playoff game. I think they lose. Like, if... The way the Saints are playing, if the Saints go to Detroit, I would pick the Saints to win that game. I think they have more playoff experience, and I would go with a playmaker like Alvin Kamara uh, to put them over the top here. I like. I kind of think Detroit loses a playoff game. Yeah, I think on any given week they're a top five team or they're a top fifteen team. Yeah, and you don't know who's going to show up. It's good, good, uh, good point here. NFL Network says this didn't feel like a win, no matter how you spin it. But the Chiefs did get a win against New England. They're now 9-5 and five and number 6, just outside of the top 5. Number 5, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number 4, the Miami Dolphins. Number 3, the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. I don't have a problem right. with that. It was one slip up there to a good team in the Buffalo Bills. To the Baltimore Ravens, number 1, the San Francisco 49ers. Could we get a Super Bowl rematch from about 7 years ago uh, when you had the two Harbaugh's going against each other? The Ravens against the 49ers. Yeah, I, I think Christmas Day game is a Super Bowl preview here, and I, I'm excited for that one. Absolutely. So uh, four NFL playoff spots were claimed. 
uh, going into Week 16. Obviously, the Ravens, Niners, Eagles, and Cowboys, even in a losing effort. Panthers, Cardinals, Commanders, Titans, New York Jets, and Patriots were all eliminated. How about DeMonte Kazee? Did you see this play here? So, the hammer has been dropped on the Steelers' safety after the brutal hit that he laid on receiver Michael Pittman. Oh, yes, I did Who was knocked this. out of the game immediately. He has been suspended for the remainder of the season. The NFL VP of Football Operations, John Runyon, said that Kazee had an unobstructed path and that illegal contact could have been avoided. I mean, it's just so tough because it's a bang-bang play here. But when you see the replay and the see the way Michael Pittman's neck kind of yeah, turned. It, it looks scary. And he was down. It, those are the kind of plays they're trying to get rid of in football. Whether or not you grew up loving those plays. Like, to me, that's what's so frustrating. He gets suspended for the rest of the season. Ten years ago, I would have been doing that play to my friends yeah. in the backyard the <laughs> I, next day. Because we would have been like, that's a hit stick, MFR. This is exactly what Tom Brady was talking about. Right. He he threw it too far. He the, the receiver put himself in a bad position. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's I, on I the don't quarterback. Think it's not on the defense there. Right. No, it's a great point. Steelers coach uh, had Kazi's back making clear he's not a dirty player, but he understands how unfortunate the whole situation is. The NFL kind of had to make a decision. Yeah, it, it's tough. Uh, and if he's had a history of doing it, I haven't seen him do it before, but it sounds like it's been a consistent thing throughout the season. I guess you can say that. I just don't think that this play, you, you can't just dive for it like that in midair and not expect yeah. to get a bad hit. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And other news in the NFL, did you see the report? More Monday Night Football double headers are expected in 2024 with the success of the double header last week. Um, I love that. Now, I, I, I kind of like it spaced out. The, my thing has always been start the first game at 8, start the second game at like 9.30. So if that game's bad by halftime, you have another game. I don't like the back-to-back yeah, Monday I, nighters. So you're staying up till 2 a.m. Like, if you got those two TVs in your – or three TVs, yeah. I only got the one. So it's like I got to pick. Yeah. I like having the one primetime game to watch. Yeah. And I can like red zone during Sunday. But having just two, it's like I don't want to – I don't even – red zone does – the two games, do they? No, no. Yeah, it's like I just have to pick. I don't yeah. like that. Well, what's interesting is um, Sean Marash, who we love on on this show from WFAN in New York, said the problem with the Monday night doubleheaders is that they were show the picture and picture of one game anytime they got to. They were trying to do their own version yeah, of they Red were. Zone, and he was like, I have a two TV setup. I already have one TV yeah. paused to perfection, so I don't need to see when the other one's in so the red zone. Like, right? And I felt the screens. same way when I was watching the game at Wood Iron. I was like, all right, I've got another TV show in that game. You don't need to show it inside of this one. Yeah, it's tough because, like, to me, I want that yeah. when I'm watching it just on my laptop, but to everyone, like, it's just tough. Like, there's no solution. Right. Because well, the best you- thing about Monday Night Football doubleheaders is. They're on ESPN and ABC. We don't have to deal with a streaming service. That's true. There's no cable. <laughs> right? That is nice. That, I mean, that's really the best part of it. I'm getting so tired of seeing the same ads over and over again on Prime. I'm I losing know. my mind. I know. Same here. Same here. Um, you know, I was what we were talking about last night when we were watching the game with each other is Jason Kelsey's rise to fame is so unbelievable. Like, I made an outlandish statement at the beginning of the season when we were doing our fantasy draft. I was like... Jason Kelsey's the greatest center in the history of the NFL. And my buddy was like, he's definitely the most popular center yeah. in the history of the <laughs> sure. NFL. They were talking about him all game long, right? Yeah, and, and I like him. When I played flag football in elementary school, yeah. I was a center. Yeah. So I got a little bit of a heart there. It really seems like he 
without his brother, would we be talking about it? I don't and know, I but I, I, I just know. think it's a weird situation with the Eagles right now because it feels like their center has main character syndrome. Right? Like, <laughs> he's been talked about more than Jalen Hurts, it seems like. I mean, I think the tush push you can give m- the most credit I would give to Jason. Right. I think that he is making that happen, and that's kind of the biggest part of the Eagles' offense right now. I have no I- problem with the term tush push, but brotherly shove. <laughs> they're shoving that down our throats. Do they just not? It's- are they afraid of saying tush on air? Is that I-, the- I don't know. I don't know. You've had a lot of slip ups with. Um, commentators recently like remember when Romo was like oh yeah Travis Kelsey and his wife Taylor Swift and everyone's like losing their mind what does Tony know something we don't know Al Michaels is has been so dry and bland and boring they took him out of the playoff yeah. game it's I mean it's not like we've never slipped up on a word or two no, <laughs> yeah, no you're right it's, about it's that it's a tough thing to do it is especially when you're doing it every single week so I don't know that was interesting news here um, with fantasy football and obviously everything that's going on in the NFL. Uh, my fantasy semifinals are, are this coming weekend, and I'm projected to lose by 30. I might have to pick up someone on the waiver wire or go with like a uh, um, somebody crazy like uh, Bucks quarterback or the Saints quarterback, Derek Carr, right? Or or maybe go yeah, with the Bucks quarterback, Baker, really Baker Mayfield had a, had a good game, right? Uh, I, I might have to just pick up someone well, random. Congrats on making the semifinals. Yeah, but that... th- I know. But this is I'm going against the commish. So I'm Ooh. trying to put the league on my back here and make sure the commish doesn't just st- steal everybody's money. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. You, it, it's good when the commissioner doesn't win. Do you guys it have, always feels like it's rigged. Do you guys have a loser? Do you have a punishment picked out? Um, no, we don't. But uh, one of my other buddies uh, does, and uh, they have a, a really funny punishment that you've uh, – Oh, I forget what it is. I think you have to like shave your, the back of your head or something. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. I, I I had some friends in a league, and the loser had to eat. I believe it was fifty hot dogs in like ten, over the span of two weeks or really? something like that. I know one of my friends had to do like the Waffle House challenge. Oh, where you have to I know sit that there one. for yeah. like sixteen hours straight. Or I was something. seen on Twitter. It, it was the same thing. They had to. It was a bowling alley. Yeah, and they had to score three hundred. But every hot dog they ate took it down by 10 and every beer took it down by five what? So he, uh, he had to keep going until he got it down to he finally scored a 150 and had enough beer and hot dogs that he only needed a 150 that's so that's funny. a good one yeah that's a good one if you have any good uh fantasy football advice for a loser call in 833-804-0910 you're listening to awad radio here on the new sports radio 910 the fan now at 105.1 fm welcome back I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open throughout the show. You can be the quarterback of this segment, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. It's the holidays. We've got Christmas in under a week, and there are Christmas cookies Everywhere in this building. Oh, I am yeah. I'm feeling fat and sluggish now. Because every commercial break, I'm walking over to the kitchen. And it feels like there's something new. Every single day here, someone has put a new Christmas delight yeah. on the counter. And there I is a snacking. coffee cake tree, right? And it yeah. looks like a Christmas tree and it's like got like some green and red icing on the top of it. It might be the greatest snack I've ever had. I think you were you were out. When they had the Rebecca Wild had some pretzels dipped in frosting and sprinkles. Ooh. Those are good. Yeah. I mean, that's the best thing about working in radio. There's a lot of free food. A lot of free food. Right? There's a lot <laughs> of free food. I'm not sure in a regular office, you know, nine to five has as much free food as us. Yeah. It, it, it seems like it's it's not like 
management. It's just people made too much dessert and bring it here for us. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't, you know, radio has a bad rap where a lot of people say, oh, you have a face for radio, meaning like <laughs> yeah, you're a big yeah. fella, right? Or you're a big girl. There's a lot of skinny people in this building, and I think I that's why there's so much leftover food, right? Because they don't want to eat it. And so they're like, oh, yeah, the sports guys are chubby. They'll eat that up. <laughs> I mean, it, this kitchen up here is Filled with good stuff. Have you seen the pudding? I've been not I've been tempted to take the pudding. <laughs> it's not my pudding, but I would I would go ham on some of that pudding. No, right. I, oh yeah, you go. I wanted to do an impromptu dude food here, so let's let's hear the sounder. Dude food. We're not responsible for the content of this program or anything we say when we're really hungry. Where's my food? Dude, where's my food? The most delicious food you've ever tasted. Yes. How can he piss off a flip flop? <laughs> Loves food. Dude! Food! All right, so this big story uh, in the world of dude food comes to a stay from Chew Boom. Growing up, I was a gamer, a competitor, uh-huh. which meant my favorite place was Chuck E. Cheese. Of course. Right? Of course. There's entertainment, these giant rats, there's amazing pizza, and there's games. Did you see Chuck E. Cheese just introduced a new grown-up menu? Yes, in fact, I did. Oh, really? And, uh, <laughs> I also pulled this article for us to talk okay, about. Okay. Because, like, I like I, I assume this is for parents. I don't think that they're trying to draw in adults. No, to play. I, but I think it's for millennials that are thirty to forty that now have kids. You think so? Right? I think it is because my buddy Matt, right. who's he hit, he's the one that hit me to this article because he has mm-hmm. two kids now that are four and two, and he was like, "I'm going back to Chuck E. Cheese with them," and they upgraded the menu. So I, I do think it's for now. It's probably for people. That are in their fifties, also, but yeah. like I do think there's a lot of millennials now that have young kids. Yeah, and well, okay. At the end of the day, we are still talking about a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant. Yeah, like I, I don't have the highest expectations. The one item I wanted to talk about was that they are just selling meatballs. Yeah, and you, you and me had a had a good, good time with the meatballs at the Odyssey Christmas party. Yeah, and I, I think they probably are really good. Uh, <laughs> you don't trust the meatballs? I do not trust the food they have at Chuck three Cheese. flavors. Sweet chili, spicy Korean barbecue, and buffalo barbecue. I feel like if you have multiple flavors, you know what you're doing. Um, I am interested in just their signature meatball sub. Marinara sauce, shredded cheese, meatballs in a yeah. sandwich. I think if I'm there, I'm getting a pizza. I mean, you're probably I, I, right. I don't see myself there anytime soon. I'm not. I'm. I'm a bit too old to go as a kid, and uh, yeah. I think I'm a bit far out from having a kid. No, of my you know, own. well, you know what the 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 adult version of Chuck E. Cheese is is uh, Dave and Buster's, yeah. or even the Bingo Bar down in Ooh. Scotts. Oh, you don't have to give me another reason to go to Bingo. <laughs> bingo Friday night after 11 p.m. is my favorite place in Richmond. Really, I, yes. I went for the first time last week. I don't really? think it was that late. Now I will say they don't sponsor this show. I wouldn't order the food there. Not my Didn't favorite thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's fried food. It it gave me a stomach ache once before. But man, the games yeah. are fun. Yeah. The beer is no, decent. I, I got a I got a tequila sunrise. It was yeah. good. It was and, a good one. And I, the hottest chicks in Richmond go to Bingo. Do that. Yeah. Okay. And now the, then now they're now starting to move to River City Roll. Are they? Oh it's cause, yeah. It's because they heard you're there. The t- I mean, the <laughs> they're, talent they're on Saturday there. was. Whew, it was wild. Yeah. I almost <laughs> I was like almost like hey can I pull up my bed and just sleep here in river city roll i don't want to leave you have to kick me out um here's another dude food story that i saw uh that thought was pretty interesting there is a new cheesy calzone epic stuffed crust pizza at papa john's growing up the stuffed crust pizza was game changer in my in my household yeah yeah, we didn't really go for it too much i think Mm. that we were 
just because it was so close to us. We were a little Caesars household. <laughs> not great. I yeah. know it's not I great. I see the way you turned out. Yeah. <laughs> What do, you, what do you mean by that? Oh, it's just nothing. Stop. I'm a fit guy. What? I'm fit. Yeah. Yeah. You're a little bit uh, of a Caesar. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, I'm tilted off. Oh, really? Tilted, uh, I tilted you with a little you tilted Caesar me a little bit. You tilted me with that. Oh. At I, least I'm not a Pizza Hut family. No, well, I hate the Hut. I hate the Hut, too. But, I, but I've always been a big Papa John supporter. I, I can, too. Yeah. Um, but this cheesy calzone, epic stuff pizza, is brand new, never frozen dough. I love that. I, I like that's a good saying. I love for a, a never pizza frozen. Place to have, right? I love never a place frozen that's never dough. Frozen. Have you ever done the dough yourself and like thrown it in the air? <laughs> no. I've I've done that bit before. You saying that because I'm Italian? Well, I'm just you, asking. Well, what about Tommy DeVito talking to the media right now? All I they mean, can ask I, is I about my. <laughs> I'm just asking if you've ever thrown a pizza. No, in the I've air never before. thrown a pizza in the you, air before. You would like it. It's it's fun. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. So it comes with their garlic herb, regatta cheese. Uh, your choice of toppings, extra sauce for dipping. I just feel like this might be a game changer for Papa John's. And now you have early access to it until December 26th. It becomes available for all customers on my birthday. Wow, How about that? just for you. Yeah, just I, for me. Thank you, Papa Johnson. I appreciate I it. Know. The Domino's, the price per pizza, it's just too good. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, the, have you seen the commercials now for the emergency yes, pizza? Yeah, and I think I have one waiting. My buddy Mike who I'll talk about all the time, is a degenerate gambler and also probably the biggest supporter of Domino's. He came over on Sunday with another emergency <laughs> pizza. I'm like, dude, how do you have so many of these it's stored so up? great. Because the deal is, if you just order online, you, you get, get another, another one. one for free whenever you want. It's it's ridiculous. I, yeah. I don't know how, how they're How are they making any money? It doesn't make any it sense. Doesn't, <laughs> right? Unless it costs them a dollar a pizza. Yeah, it might. I mean, <laughs> it they, really they probably might. have extra amount of dough. And she, I don't know, but doesn't that stuff go bad? It's not like they're keeping no it in a freezer. Have you had Marcos before? Are you you hip to yeah, Marcos? Yeah, Marcos has delivered to this station before. Oh wow, okay. Marcos well, we, is good. We had Marcos coming back. You know, we come back from Baltimore. It's late. Mm-hmm. All that. We order some Marcos. My dad goes to pick it up. Thirty-five minutes late from the pickup time. He's standing really? in there. They did refund the full forty-dollar order and uh-huh. give us the food as well as two extra coupons. Oh, so I think they more nice. than made up for it. Yeah. And I and I, I love a Marcos, but, but that was, was that's an emergency pizza situation. It is an emergency pizza. Right? We probably would have gotten that emergency pizza before we got that Marcos pizza. Yeah. yeah. What is your what's your favorite frozen pizza to go with? Uh, probably a CPK. What is California oh, Pizza? Kitchen. That's a good one. It, now yeah. the thing is, is it's so thin crust though. Sometimes I like a rising yeah, crust, but I, I think that they have the better kind of like topping options. Every other frozen pizza just kind of has pep, maybe a supreme. Mm. But you can get a barbecue chicken with some onions on it from CPK. You can get a margarita pizza frozen. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, no. Hey, while we're on the topic of dude food, you know where I went the other day? Blew my mind. It was so good. Fat Dragon. Oh, I've been there before. Yeah. Fat, their wonton soup was the best wonton soup I've ever... It was life-changing wonton soup. Yes. And then we got, um, like, lemon pepper steak. It was amazing. Ooh. Oh my god! I, Fat Dragon's a great spot. It's been it's been a second. Uh, I need to go. There's been there's, right next to the Ariana's and the Buddies, the place that I get food from yeah, constantly. You don't need that spot. Yeah. There's a place called China Panda. It's the only restaurant I haven't hit yet. Yeah. And they they look good. You know, it's one of those tiny tiny Chinese restaurants that they they're not on DoorDash, they're not on Grubhub, so you know they're good. Yeah. Because it's run by like one family. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to use the internet. That's how you know it's going to be good food. If we missed any food news, you can always hit us up, 833-804-0910. Any local spots that are opening up, hit us up, 
0910. We cover it all. We eat it all on Dude Food. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.